With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Screen Heroes on the Heroes Podcast Network. Hey friends, this is Cam, one of the hosts of the Gamer Heroes Podcast. We really hope you're enjoying the show you're listening to right now. And if you are, please consider becoming a patron of the Heroes Podcast Network at patreon.com slash heroespodcasts. Your support would genuinely mean the world to us and would allow us to cover hosting costs for the website, get new equipment and software, and even make it out to different conventions and events to meet you, our loyal listeners. All Patreon tiers will get you access to the Patron Lounge and Slack, which will allow you to chat and interact with your favorite HPN hosts. On behalf of everyone here at HPN, thank you all so much for your continued support. We really couldn't do any of this without you. Welcome back to Screen Heroes. My name is Ray, and I am joined by my two regular hosts, Ryan. Hi. And Derek. Hi. And How's it going? We're super stressed out. We had a lot of technical difficulties getting this off the ground tonight, but we're here. We're, you know, one third queer, and we're ready to go. <laughs> so let's get this started we're gonna talk sdcc today and all the fun announcements do you guys want to start with marvel or do we want to save that do what do you want to do like over 30 trailers i think dropped this weekend and a lot of new tv shows i'm interested in a lot of continuations of tv shows that i'm interested in Mm -hmm. so we can talk some tv um, how'd you feel about the new featurette and trailer of Dark Crystal, right? Wow, we're diving right into the deep end. Let's do it. Uh, it was great. It, yeah. I mean, they sh- they said that everything was hand sculpted. They talked about how... Um, the frouds were there. The frouds, yeah. They were talked about how everything that was made for that set and all the sets from the background paintings to the to the creatures were all like the peak of artist talent and, mm-hmm. you know... I believe it. Yeah, and you can really see that come through. And they showed some new footage. You got to see Skeksis run, which was very weird for me. I thought that was weird, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they could run. I guess I had just never really thought about it. Right, they just stood in a circle for most well, of the time. Well, they each had 13 different people puppeting them. <laughs> so, I mean, I can't imagine running was super easy back then. But now, obviously, it's changed a little bit. I love the combination of the puppetry and the green screen work. From what they showed, it was so well done. And I appreciate that the green screen is just, you know the beautiful landscape at times not even like the entire time yeah they actually showed like a person hand painting a backdrop so it's yeah 
yeah, pretty amazing. it's really cool. Um, Derek, any thoughts on Dark Crystal Age of Resistance? It looks beautiful. I mean, yeah. you guys kind of covered most of the bases. It just looks fantastic. All all the puppetry looks perfect. It all. I mean, Agra looks exactly the way I remember that she's looked. Mm-hmm. Now it's a couple of years mm-hmm. since I've watched the movie, and we'll we'll. It, I haven't soon. seen her close enough to see if she has nipples still. She is yes. wearing a full dress. Yes, so, so I imagine you won't be able to see nipples through it, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. hopefully they give a throwback nipple shot. I agree. They it's... did also say that they're releasing a behind-the-scenes document, like a making-of documentary type thing when they release the show, so that will be very cool. I'm going to watch the hell out of that. Yeah, I loved the behind-the-scenes for the original Dark Crystal that came on. I think it was on the Blu-ray, but... Yeah, it was like yeah. an hour and a half. It was like longer than the movie, mm-hmm. but it was awesome. So the show drops on Netflix on August 30th this this year. Uh, 31st. 31st? Yeah. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I thought their new shows dropped on Fridays. Anyway, uh, check that They've out, wrong. of course. And uh, we will be prepping the week before by watching Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. We're going to rewatch, so... We're calling the new sec- segment Preparing For, and I'm calling it Preparing For the Resistance, this particular episode. That's so, right. Yeah. All excited about that. That'll be fun. Another franchise that's a continuation also dropped a half feature at half trailer. That is Terminator Dark Fate. Which I actually didn't watch. You didn't watch that list, one. I don't think. Of I the... put it on okay, there. Okay. Well, I missed Whatever. it. Whatever. But I did see the news about uh, good old John Connor is going to be back. Yeah. Yeah. From, uh, T2. The best part of T2, really. Edward Furlong was an <laughs> announcement this weekend. I watched the featurette and everything, and I'm very excited for this movie. Seeing Tim Miller be so excited about directing Terminator just feels cool. Yeah, uh, it's nice to see a lot of like passion and excitement back for the franchise. Tonally, the trailer at least seems very in line with T2. Um, you know, I I know T3 gets a lot of hate mainly for its PG-13 rating, but there are aspects of that movie that are really cool. Uh, Christana so- Loken killed it. Like, yeah, she was really say good. whatever you want about that movie, but you can't say anything bad about her because she killed that Terminator role. She was scary and intimidating and, you know, technically advanced. It, it was a cool. But this one looks show. great. Just, the special effects look absolutely phenomenal. It's a, you know, kind of the next iteration of the liquid metal concept mm-hmm. from the T-1000 and everything. So it just looks exciting looks cool linda hamilton is a badass and Mm -hmm. she actually fought to make the character more intense and gritty than uh what they originally wanted her to be in this movie Um, they wanted her to be more relatable and in the first movie sarah connor might be relatable but in t2 she's a badass action hero that's who she is there's no reason for her to be relatable at this point she should be a completely isolated bitter hardened figure like she should actually be the most unrelatable character in this you know t800 is supposedly adapting to human life to a yeah, certain i like degree. how he's living right. out in a cabin like, right you know like they living his best life <laughs> they should have swapped life. personalities kind of by now like she should be the angry hunter and if he was wearing flannel i would have freaked <laughs> That would have been awesome. There's plenty of movies. He had a mustache. Um, <laughs> just like a Ron Swanson mustache. <laughs> but it looks cool. I'm really excited about it. I, I'm excited about the people who are involved in it. The storyline mm-hmm. looks interesting. Um, it's a bummer that they're erasing 
three um because i think that one did some cool stuff you know I as far as like judgment day actually happening five but yeah the three had a good story behind it just bad intentions with marketing and studio stuff well four is like its own thing because it takes place completely in the future and doesn't really salvation salvation yeah, yeah. um that's the fourth one um right but it's called sorry or salvation whatever yeah uh the we, fifth one's the called third one's rise of the machines genesis genesis yeah yeah uh anyway uh the fourth one you know kind of stands on its own so i'm not sure that this movie would contradict four necessarily right five on the other hand is just a jumbled time travel wibbly wobbly yeah, not a bunch of timey wimey insane yeah. insanity so well i will say that from this new trailer slash featurette because it was kind of split in half that it was really cool that they showed the r rating right away they had tim miller openly cuss and they had um linda hamilton cuss to sarah connor and then they had a machine gun uh, T-800 had a machine gun to the new Terminator, like, maybe an inch from his nose, and he was just, like, firing every bullet at his face, and it was so cool to just watch skin start flying off, and the metal start flying off, and... So it was a little different than the Shazam scene, right, where he gets shot in the face? Oh, it was a lot different. Okay. It was a lot different. Okay. <laughs> Apparently yeah. we're having issues with the stream. Yeah, so we're trying to sort those out real quick here. Just keep talking. We'll uh, just have to. I am deal with the stream. As I am. Is. Okay, <laughs> that was my creative choice to bring that up. So yeah. you can blame me. Okay, so we we will also be uh, preparing for Dark Fate by watching uh, Terminator and Judgment Day later on in November. So join us for that episode as well, and we'll give you plenty of heads up. Next on our list, let's talk Watchmen. Yes. Yes. How are you feeling about it, Ryan? This trailer was better than the first trailer. Oh, was the first trailer even a trailer or a teaser? I don't remember. No, but... it was a full trailer. It was a... Well, I mean, it's hard for me to judge. I feel like two and a half minutes is a decent trailer nowadays, and that's what it was. Is that what the first one was or this one? This uh, one? The first one was about two and a half minutes. This one was about three minutes of all new stuff. I felt like the first one, you didn't really get a sense of what the whole story was. Right. This one, you definitely did, but I'm still not grasping. It, this one takes place after? Well after. The graphic novel. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Rorschach is, they're wearing Rorschach masks as a symbol rather yeah. than him actually being alive because he's... Because Adrian Veidt is, it looks like an elected official. At this point, yeah, and he's super old. Okay, Jeremy Irons is continuing Matthew Good's character, right? And Doctor Manhattan's living on Mars. So, yeah, kudos for the use of life on Mars, but it's a little on the nose for me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, David Bowie in any trailer is a good sign. I hope they don't actually use that in the show. Like it's fine for a trailer. Also, Doctor Manhattan shows up. Like yeah. at the end, yeah, yeah. You assume kinda. that's Doctor Manhattan. I guess it could be a red herring, but it's just one of the Blue Man Group. Yeah, it is incredibly weird that they're celebrating him. I wonder what has changed because oh, this well, is he saved the world. It's so. following the comics, so right? It's this is not following the movie. Correct. Got it. Even Done. though it may, he's look the bad guy in the movie. Yeah. yeah, 
Got so it. It's going to be very confusing, I think, for the a lot of people because, like, aesthetically, this looks like it was made in the same universe as the movie. Yeah. Right. Um, Rorschach's masks and things like that are exactly the same. Uh, you know, then from they didn't, the film. didn't have eye holes in the film. No, no. But he also has you know moved and stuff. But my point is, is that like these look like they connect to each other. So I think it'll be a hard sell to tell people that this is a sequel to the graphic novel comic and not the film yeah i think that's confusing so how do you guys feel about the newer characters specifically uh regina's uh, regina halls and uh don johnson's i mean they're playing completely new characters and they look like to be the leads both of them are cops it seems it's hard to have much of an opinion here because if you removed the Watchmen connections, which are really just the Rorschach masks and mm-hmm. Doctor Manhattan. Manhattan, if you just remove those two elements, nothing re- and the Bowie song because that's kind of unfair. Uh, nothing else really grabs me about the trailer. I don't really know what it's about. I don't yeah. really know what it is. No, and we had that problem with the first trailer too. Yeah. But this one, you at least get to know now that okay, the struggle is that cops are wearing masks and that superheroes or super, you know, with vigilantes, whatever, are also wearing masks and people can't tell the difference between bad guys and good guys and cops because they're all wearing masks. Um and that's the struggle, which, you know, that's at least something. Um that's fair. But yeah, it's hard to see that it's even related to Watchmen, um, right? If you take away the Rorschach masks and yeah, Dr. Manhattan. you remove the iconography and it's a separate story. On, Just on looks its like own. a weird period piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still could be great. You know, it's we, I'm going to give it a shot. I mean, I already subscribed to HBO, so why not? But well, it'll be on HBO Max, which will, I guess, apparently include DC Universe stuff. So I'm sure yeah. we'll end up with that service. So. While we're on DC, we could just segue to other stuff. We found out today that uh, Doom Patrol is going to come back to uh, for season two, but it's moving to HBO Max. So it's not moving. It's it's a dual release. Oh, Uh, super weird. Yeah, it's simultaneous was the word they used to release on HBO Max and DC Universe, mm. which is Which means to me odd. that DC Universe is going away, probably. Right? Yeah. Like, it's gotta mean that, right? I mean, or they're I, just gonna use it as, like, a comic service, and any DC-related media that they would put on HBO Max will also go there. Because, like, so if you buy the, the yearly subscription to it, which is the discounted rate, you do get discounts to their store, which has exclusive items and things like that. So it's kind of a weird curated thing that is more than a streaming service right. but i'm not sure it's any of that extra is anything people really asked for or are interested in and i'd be very curious to know if people really buy stuff off of there um, but i think it's going to be confusing for people to have two places to look for these things and if you pay for hbo max do you get dc universe or am i going to have to pay for I'm two different guess services you get all the shows but none of the comic books or discount yeah. of, in the store okay I maintain I assume, uh, this is just a long line of WB has no idea what to do with DC. <laughs> and honestly, at this point, I kind of want them to sell DC. See, I, I feel like somebody... But it's better the devil it. you know than the I devil you do don't I do not know. want Disney to take it. Like, But I don't know who else would do it at this point. I don't have... like Maybe Sony, maybe Paramount. I have no idea who would be better. I don't have another option. It's just WB has Derek been buy it. fucking up DC for the last like 10 years and I'm kind of done with it. You know, I'm just. Well, 
So Paramount is interesting. Thank you. Because, so they're owned by Viacom. Yes. Who also owns CBS. I totally knew that. And they're all together. So what's interesting there is Viacom Viacom split up CBS and Paramount. Right. Almost 20 years ago now. And um, eh, maybe not that long. But either way, there's been a lot of murmurs and rumors and talk about maybe the two being merged back together. One of the reasons cited is the confusion with Star Trek having two timelines because of that split. CBS has handled the launch of their streaming service surprisingly well, given the minimal amount of content that they've provided for it. Yeah. So maybe that wouldn't be such a bad place. I mean, this is all conjecture. It's it absolutely. Happen, it's, of course, so. This is just us speculating on ways to solve a problem that is ongoing. Um, we can move to good DC news or we can stick with HBO. What do you guys want to do? Well, I mean, Doom Patrol coming back is good news. I'm excited yeah. for that. I'm, I'm glad that they're giving it. That was such a weird, Hopefully they give it a little bit more budget show. too. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that they really need it, but you know, they could do some even crazier stuff with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Bigger clumps of hair for the beard oh, guy to eat. He's dead. He died. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that girl back. killed him. He can come back. Ugh. Dorothy killed him. It was amazing. He can come back. No. Pass. Um, I mean, most of the DC news was really the CW. And that stuff was really cool. I don't know how CW is able to continue to pull this stuff out of their ass because the types of budgets that they're given just doesn't compare to the major networks and it continues to impress. Well, so we didn't see anything new from uh, Legends, but they recently also did an EW uh, photo shoot. All the stuff was released and the covers did include White Canary, Katie Lots. So Legends is obviously coming back. They just didn't, they really want to focus on the crisis news, crisis yeah. on infinite earth. I mean, they did release, I think, sizzle reels slash yeah. trailers for their, for most of their shows. But um, yeah, they the only ones that didn't have it were Batwoman because they released a good trailer a little while back, and Legends. But Arrow, Arrow's, Flash. I didn't watch Flashes, but Arrows was mostly just like scenes from previous seasons yeah. with like three seconds of the new season. Black Canary gets a new suit. Black the, Lightning was a, a lot similar to that as well it had a lot of wrap-up but i i think the new stuff is probably from the first two episodes of black lightning it looked very fresh it was starting and they're a new still story. not bringing black lightning into the crisis on infinite nope. Earth, which is a little weird but so disappointing. disappointing yeah that's a missed opportunity but mm-hmm. th- that's where it gets confusing because they do these amazing things like brandon routh is going to be playing the atom and Superman. Kingdom mm-hmm. Come Superman. Yeah. Which is Superman. like just amazingly cool because while people know I've trashed on Superman Returns, the film, quite a lot, I've never trashed him. I didn't think there was any he issue He was not with the him. problem with that. Yeah. The problem was Brian Singer tried to make a sepia-toned romance film a la like Humphrey Bogart and Kate Bacall and could not nail it down. I mean, that's one of the issues. (laughs) I mean, it's true, but Kate Bosworth has, like, the charisma of mayonnaise, and... But, like, Kevin Spacey totally phones in that Lex Luthor. It might be the worst Lex Luthor incarnation we've had. Um, I really think... Did he force any Jolly Ranchers? I think there's huge competition with Jesse Eisenberg. In fact, I want to see the two of them go at it in a Luthor... Off. Nobody would watch that. All right, well, no, I don't want to go down horrible. that rabbit hole. But um, <laughs> other cool Richard things, form. though. Other cool things. Yeah. Um, Burt Ward, Linda Carter. And Tom Welling. And Tom Welling were announced to come back for Crisis. They've all played classic characters in the past. Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, and Robin. 
So that's all really cool. It's very mm-hmm. exciting. It seems likely that John Wesley Ship will probably be in it as well. I oh, imagine. Yeah. 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 Uh, I- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be a little surprised if he wasn't. Mark Guggenheim also said that uh, there's a chance that a fan theory for Diggle will finally come true. That's great. There's so many that of them, he, and I'm actually a Green version of them. Yeah, I'm actually good that like I'm good they with actually, Diggle getting more. I'm gonna say something that'll spoil it, but they already heavily hinted at that at one point in one of the shows. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, I, you guys haven't gotten to that point yet, but. As people know, I'm fi- I'm totally on board with Diggle being a a Green Lantern. I just I don't want it to be like this tiny little one off nonsense that's not going to impact anything. Well, if, that's what I'm worried. If about. Arrow's ending, they can get rid of Amel. And, oh, he's already out. And right, he's already out too. Right, Emily Bettrick or whatever. Yeah. yeah, thank goodness. But yeah, I, please, like you Diggle needs give, a job, man. Give him his own. CW doesn't have the budget for a for Green Lantern, Lantern show. show. Probably not. But they could do they could ground him. You don't have to have Green Lantern on Oa. You could do Green Lantern on Earth. But his power set is yeah, very it's expensive. Be- it's no more expensive than the stuff they've pulled off in Supergirl and Flash. Like he gets an aura and flying powers that's clearly Flash and Supergirl. Sure, like they got this. His main ability is the constructs. They though. got this. They can do this. They have I only got, they I have just, only gotten more money as time goes on. We're I don't know why we're on the same yeah. side. So let's yeah. Okay, then uh, Flash got a whole new trailer, lots of new stuff being shown. Um, one of the guys from Heroes is playing the villain in this one, and it looks like he's playing Death, like a Grim Reaper type character. I know Godspeed oh, really? was well, God's. Already- They've hinted it too. They've shown Godspeed in the white. Well, he was suit, already in the last but... season, and then they've been set photos of him of Flash fighting Godspeed. Right, 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 right. Interesting um, for this this cool. season that's filming right it's now. A cool but I don't suit, know if he's but... the overall like yeah. the arcing villain for the. I mean, Death is in the comics. Yeah. So that would be. Isn't that basically what Zoom was? Well, Black Flash or whatever. No, because like Death is like legitimately like actually Death in like in form. And the idea is that no one can outrun death. Everybody dies kind of allegory in the comics. Right. But so he's going to die then? Well, no. I mean, So not everybody dies. That doesn't eventually flash dies. Supergirl got a he new shoe. He die when he's 30. Like, we've talked about her. Yeah, She's we wearing pants. We talked about it last week. I know. Week. Okay. okay. So we can move on. I just wanted to kill that conversation. I get it. That's fine. I'm trying to watch time. Too. What else like, we got? Okay, so we can go back to HBO 
HBO Max is also debuting his dark materials. The Golden Compass was adapted in 2007, but because of all the issues with religious groups, it was protested heavily, never made enough money at the box office, and a sequel was dropped pretty quickly, even though Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman helmed it. So now they're adapting it with uh, Ruth Wilson and Lin-Manuel Miranda, Daphne Keene from Logan, and James McAvoy is a big pull here. And they're yeah, g- I watched the trailer. I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. it. I didn't know it was the Golden Compass. Yeah. I was just going to ask you if it's like the kids can control animals or what the deal so, is. Like, I don't, I, the trailer, every, for somebody that doesn't know anything about it, the trailer doesn't really do anything other than show the actors. I didn't really get any sense of the story. So, in this world, everybody has a uh, animal familiar. And until you right. reach like level three puberty, oh. like teenage, your uh, animal can change from different animals the appearance of it kind of figuring out your personality and daphne Keene's character her like she refuses to grow up and have her uh, animal reach maturity so it's constantly shape-shifting so then that seems like an advantage i would think it is but adults don't like that adults don't like that she's not making a decision she's being like every single adult here has a plan for her and nobody's involving her in the truth nobody's telling her the truth that sounds right (laughs) it's it's a very dark story and um, the golden compass was a kid's movie that it was a kid's it's not a kid's story though it's very anti- organization very anti-organized religion it's gonna be an intense show and they're gonna adapt all three books throughout six seasons i think i mean the golden compass was the movie was kind of des- designed to go up against the the lion the witch and the wardrobe series yeah. the Narnia. and it shouldn't have and, been right yeah. yeah okay bad bad marketing type thing for very. you know for not understanding the source material very well yeah but it looked good. It looked very interesting. I'm I'm curious about yeah, it. I'm intrigued. I don't know if I'll watch it or not. But I guess if it gets good reviews and you guys say it's good, I'll probably watch it. It's definitely on my list. Another show on my list I'm going to briefly touch on. I think I'll be the only one here to watch it. Uh, Amazon Prime is debuting later uh, this fall. Oh. Well, I, August 30th, too, um, is Carnival Row. It's a world where humans and fantasy creatures live together and eventually we hit the point where there's a war between the two and it's more of a social war, kind of like what we see in our own streets. Um, So I think the dragons would win. There's segregation. So like bright. But not from the perspective of Unless Will Smith. It's 1910s. Okay. It's Orlando Bloom and Cara Delevingne star. Interesting. She's a fairy. He is a human detective. And (laughs) um, yeah, they're this opportunity. They are rounding up fantasy creatures Uh, and deporting them. Hmm. So relevant to our society. I'll be watching that and I'll fill you guys in as we go. Cool. Uh, Let's see here. Let's talk about some other movie trailers. You guys want to talk about Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Sure. It has every actor ever in it. Kevin Smith called in all the favors. <laughs> he did. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, basically, if you were ever in a Kevin Smith movie and you're not in this movie, you did something wrong. Yeah, he right? hates you for so, some reason. <laughs> uh, with yeah. the exception of um, uh, Anderson, the guy who uh, from J- from uh, Clerks who plays Dante, he doesn't want to do it. Brian O'Halloran. Oh, Brian, why did I say Anderson? I, don't know. I, don't know. I was drawing a blank on his name. Brian O'Halloran is Dante. Dante. He he ha- he doesn't want to do the character anymore, and it was a big deal just to get Clerks Two to happen. That's so. too bad. He's trying to write Clerks Three as we speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's Kevin Smith. He's been trying to write this movie for you know a long time too. So right, uh, but it's a fun concept. So for those who don't know, it's. The premise is people want to reboot the movie that the first Jay and Silent Bob, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, was about. Blunt Man and Chronic. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of a fun. They want to reboot the movie and they're going to try and stop the reboot of the movie they tried to stop. It's, Clearly, it's supposed to be uh, Batman v Superman. Right. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, so surprise, surprise, I guess, casting is there. Uh, Melissa Benoist. Yeah, it's no chronic, surprise because they get along really well on Supergirl if you've yeah. watched any of his live streams or anything. So. And that's why I wanted to start with that one because that one's not as shocking. Yeah. But Blood the other Man, one is Val Kilmer. Which, man, okay, so <laughs> I love Val Kilmer. We all do. We but all do. He had throat cancer recently yeah. and yeah. his voice is nothing like it was. It's it's very weird now and i think that's the reason why they left him out of the top gun maverick trailer yeah he's on this movie he's in there that's what but, i mean like how well, are they gonna do that how are they gonna deal with that in those, in, like is he just not gonna talk in this movie well, he, i mean are well, they gonna dub his voice his voice may have gotten better as he's rehabilitated it's they possible. might dub over it you're right they might modify it in some way you know yeah you know, i mean batman did have a voice changer the character he's playing right. playing as you know clearly a reference right. to had a voice changer so so they could do something like that um, but they can't do that in top gun well no top gun man that was one of the most boring trailers i have ever watched in my life that was uh, oh my god so i am all fine and dandy with going back to the well because you know if you think hollywood has a problem now all the 1930s and 40s movies were ripoffs of like silent films so like it's been a problem for a while but i like does tom cruise need a paycheck that badly that movie did not look interesting he does want to get paid to learn to fly a jet that's that that's i mean yeah I mean, that, that's okay. really what it comes down to is that he he enjoys his job clearly if they're gonna pay him you know what they continue to pay him he'll just continue to do it and he might have really had a good time and the movie may be really good because trailers can be misleading and this trailer was a little i think a little too artsy for what top gun originally was yeah. like there's some gorgeous shots fan service in there too with the uh, shirtless volleyball scene again there's a little bit of fan it's funny how that always happens I mean, fan service isn't bad tom cruise likes but... showing off his body he appears shirtless in most of his sure. films it's just like he do does. we need to do can we do like a shirtless soccer game or something like does it have you to know be that be, was a callback to the first movie I know, like geez. it wasn't I don't think it's eye candy anymore if they're like 55, 60 years old. I, I think, think it's a callback for the first it's a movie. Bold. I just, I, I think we just need a trailer that's a little more action packed, a little more intense. I'll say that the dogfighting or whatever it was showing of the air stuff in the jets was beautiful and very yeah. well cut. Like it's it was gorgeous. not like super, mm-hmm. super chopped up. You got some really beautiful shots of, of uh, and it didn't look like movie. It looked like what I would expect it looks like in real life. Here's my worry. I think the plot of this movie is Cars 3. Yeah, because it deals with <laughs> Goose's son. They didn't bring back Meg Ryan, which would be, you know, Goose's wife. 
but yeah. okay. Well, Are they using Kenny Loggins' song I outside think that, of the trailer? If Kenny Loggins didn't write the entire soundtrack, I'm already out. Yeah. It sounds like the main premise here is that you know Maverick doesn't he doesn't want to be promoted. He doesn't want to have a desk job. You know, it's the it's very Kirk he of wants, him. It is, but he wants to be in the cockpit. He wants to fly. He doesn't want to be at a desk, and that's what it's going to be about. Is about. But he's him. aging out he's, at this point. Exactly, yeah. he's aging out. The planes are aging out. How is he going to keep up with and beat the modern the thing, new which is Man. what Cars Three is? Yeah, right. And I'm not and saying that's that been bad. done before. Besides yeah. Cars Three, of course, so. of course. I was just using a, a, a relatively recent example. Cars Two is better anyway. Wow, dude! <laughs> I know how to get to Derek. Jesus. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Anyway, moving on. So it, it two, it part two, it and a half, whatever you guys want to call it. Um, it's just chapter two. Oh yeah, that's right, chapter yeah. two. Sorry, I forgot. Um, that new new trailer for that dropped. Um, I didn't watch it on purpose. Oh okay, that's that's. I don't want to see any more of it until I see it in theaters. It looks absolutely fun and horrifying, and I'm very excited for it. James McAvoy again. Uh, you know, second time he's appeared in our episode, and he just looks like he's killing it. That dude is on a roll. Yeah, he's very popular. He's definitely A-list caliber at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But I just, when it comes to movies like this, I just want to be surprised in the theater. So I don't want to see too much. There- so I, I liked the first It movie. I never saw mm-hmm. the old miniseries. I've never really Tim been a Curry. fan. Um, but... Marcy, my girlfriend, uh, is a big Stephen King fan. And so I asked her what she thought about this trailer, which is way more relevant than what I think. And she <laughs> said she's curious uh, because Stan in the book commits suicide when he finds out Pennywise is back. Yes. But they did cast an adult actor for him. And there's only six adults in the group shot versus the seven kids. Yes. So it's curious. she's curious if that happens in the movie. That's a good point. Uh, she said there's also a love scene in the trailer between Bev and Bill. Whereas in the books, she ends up with Ben. Yep. So, and she was also curious about the mirror maze scene because uh, she couldn't tell if James McAvoy was yelling like for his, like it was his son or something, but it seems like he was just yelling kid. Yeah. So it's not somebody he knows or is related to. Interesting. Um, But anyway. The, uh, sorry. I don't know how like they've made red balloons so frightening but they have the scene with the bridge and you see just the thousands of balloons floating up i'm like oh man that's a lot of blood coming isn't it like that's a lot of death <laughs> like, but i'm determined to do a pennywise costume this year because i just do love you think it. they use the same algorithm technology is up for the balloons in it definitely <laughs> i really hope they're digital because releasing that many into the air is very bad for the environment yeah. like please don't do that see I, I think i have something broken in my head because nothing in this trailer looks scary to me that's the fine. only part that like seemed like it could be relatively scary was the part where he was like a real person and like yeah. bleeding from under his eyes and stuff at the very end that looks it was cool. just straight bill Skarsgård or scars that's what it yeah. is right yeah Skarsgård. um and so that looked like it might be a little scary but the actual penny Live stuff doesn't scare me at all. I just find it cool. Like it's an yeah. interesting character. So you've never seen the Tim Curry? I did end up watching it after okay. I watched the original, uh, the uh, the first version, or first part of this movie, and um, liking it. And I thought I wasn't scared by the Tim Curry no. version. Of course, now it's all dated. It effects. doesn't hold up as well no. as I thought it might because I saw it when I was a kid. That, that like, spider, whatever it was at the end, was I watched rough. it when I was ten, and my sister 
came in and started watching it and i was laughing the entire time because i thought it was hilarious and my sister still is afraid of clowns because of that movie i really was crazy to me watching it now because Mm -hmm. i'm like how could this terrify someone so much but yeah Yeah. um it was the scene in the bathroom where he pops up through the yeah yeah. that was a little weird yeah i could imagine if you saw that as a kid that that would probably traumatize you quite a bit yeah Let's see here. Speaking of, trauma, speaking of traumatizing things, there's another trailer that released. Okay, so the plot of Cats, guys. Uh, I was like, where are we going with this? T.S. Eliot wrote poems for his godchildren about cats in the 1930s. Andrew Lloyd Webber did a lot of cocaine, read those poems, and was like, okay, I'm going to adapt them into a musical. The producer was like, okay, so we can use this as an allegory for sadness and depression. We'll have a cast of five. And Andrew Lloyd Webber is like, no, no, no. Give me like a week. I'll come back with a story. So he leaves. He and about a dozen people do more cocaine. And (laughs) and say, I I I want two dozen cast members all dressed up as cats. I've got 18 songs and the plot is one cat gets to go to cat heaven on a UFO every year. And that's it. That's the plot. So don't tell me I'm not cultured because I don't like cats. That shit is bananas. And that trailer is frightening. Yeah. So, I I mean, (laughs) I saw the trailer. And I guess I didn't have any expectations, really, because I've never seen I didn't seen even know it was a the thing. Musical. I, I knew that they were making it. I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. And I've never seen the musical, so I didn't have much of a frame of reference. And I thought it looked fine. Like, there's a few characters in spe- like specifically that I think look silly. What's the one? Uh, Rebel Wilson? Yeah. Uh, Rebel Wilson looks weird. Um, I want to say that James Corden looks weird. He looks like the cat in the hat. Jennifer Hudson looks really weird. I don't agree there. I thought those were the only two that I thought looked weird or bad. I thought everybody else looked fine. Like, people are, like, making, like, they're they're specifically picking on, like, what Ian McKellen looked like. It looks like him with fur on his face. Like, what did you think they were going to look like? So my biggest problem is, like, the cat bodies because, like... So the boobs. yeah, boobs are gone, but then they have like really human butts with a tail coming out. Rebel Wilson still has a giant pair of cans for well, they, some reason. They, they tried to flatten them out. It looks like well, because the but, the main woman is a ballerina, so she has a fairly like ballerina shape still. Right. I mean, ballerinas are not known to be curvy, of course, but they're still you know feminine and wear very tight clothing, and that's what she did on set. This show has been going on for three decades now. It's been all over the world. It's made $2 billion on Broadway. The costumes were fine. These people can do these I mean, numbers. Andy in the office looked better in his cat's costume than this show looks. I, I, I think we're past movie. the time where you can just record a musical and call it a movie. I don't think people want to see that anymore. Well, one... That's the only way that I'm going to get to see certain musicals. Like, that was the only way well, I got to see Newsies. It like, would be I'm, great if they use something like Fathom Events to stream the actual musicals, right? That would make be a lot thing. less money with that, though. I mean, maybe, but maybe not, because you they have, have... star power in this that they couldn't have if they oh, were... That's not, I don't mean instead of oh, this. Okay. I, I'm saying that um, I think that people would watch that, but when I'm when a movie is pitched... And it's a movie, and it's not the the actual musical cast. 
I think there's a different set of expectations. Okay, so remove all the sculpt. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thing from the Dark Crystal. We're just looking at the costuming that people sewed. Why couldn't they have taken that level of costuming and practical effects and used it? And like, Oh, probably they were They were... The Dark Crystal TV show has a better budget. No, 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 but no, you're no. getting rid of the CGI instead, which Tom Hooper said he threw millions into because it was a new kind of CGI technology. So I, I not just, a good kind. I don't. Think I just don't it. know. Like these people have been performing this play for thirty years now and doing just fine in the costumes. And here it's not even live, so you can take the stuff off. Maybe it's the cast. I don't know. Maybe this. Maybe when you cast more big name actors, they're not professional musical people. They're not professional dancers and things like that. I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I'm like, just spitballing. So I did ask my girlfriend about this to what she thought too, because she's sure. more familiar with musicals than I am. She did say she hasn't seen this since she was five. Okay. But she said that she had something nagging at her, so she looked it up. Uh, she said Grizabella, which is Jennifer Hudson's character, yes. um, is supposed to be a homeless and scruffy outcast, but yes. in this trailer she was wearing jewels and furs for some reason. So that was bothering well, see, yeah, her. See, that's an inconsistency I would not have been aware yeah, of. I didn't, wasn't yeah. either, but that's an interesting... That's Grizabella a is big... supposed to look really disgusting. She's supposed to be overweight and unkempt and completely discarded. That's a pretty huge change. And then the big song, Memory, the only song that people tend to remember from this uh, musical. It's like... I had no idea it was from Cats yeah. until I watched this trailer, it, That song has grown larger than this musical, and she sings it twice once at the end of the first act once at the end of the second act and she spoilers convinces the rest of the cats to send her up to cat heaven so they murder her no she gets to ride a ufo sometimes it's an actual ufo in the play sometimes it's a giant ass tire sometimes it's like that she gets to climb game. stairs remember the cow jumping phone game where you go all the way up to the, the alien yeah, there you that. go but okay yeah this sounds like it's gonna be a weirder movie than it <laughs> <laughs> okay so unbelievable anyway what else we got marvel marvel i think right. we're up to marvel now phase four guys do you want to well it depends do you want to end on something big like marvel or do you want to end on smaller stuff oh let's talk star trek then okay yeah, yeah small stuff well it's smaller than marvel i mean let's be honest here so we got um, to see a lot from lower decks and we got to see well, a lot from picard we got to see some pictures we, yeah we, we sorry we, i apologize we, we got, got to, to see, see more than what we had <laughs> right so there's an official logo for, for so lower decks is the animated show it's an animated comedy mm-hmm. coming to cbs all access uh in spring of 2020 it it we got to see what it looks like no actual moving animation but we got to see what the character designs are uh the main cast and we got to see the voice actors uh who they're going to be um looks cool looks nice i like the design actually the the uniforms look cool the you know it's they're very diverse i think that looks really neat and so that's going to be on the streaming service yes. too mm-hmm. so they're none of the star trek shows are are going to be on any kind of television no, well no so the nickelodeon show will be on nickelodeon 
but, okay. but that one was not talked about much at SDCC. So Nickelodeon is partnering with CBS to do a Star Trek, a CGI Star Trek cartoon uh, directed at younger audiences like 10 and younger um, and uh, has a totally different kind of premise and things like that. So that is a separate thing that will be on Nickelodeon, but unless otherwise noted, everything is supposed to be on CBS all access. So the main thing uh, was that well we got some footage about season three of Discovery so mm-hmm. we know the other they're filming that um, and we know that things don't quite go the way they wanted them to go at the end of the season so they don't end up where is they it because to. they had two showrunners no oh no like the, the the crew doesn't end up where they thought they were going type oh of, yeah of thing um, so there's some interesting possibilities are we getting there. lost in space uh, kind of that's I mean, fun kind of um. So that's cool. We learned a lot about Short Trek season two. So Short Treks is the short form Star Trek episodes that started uh, last year for the first time ever. They did four of them. Uh, they ranged from uh, about 10, and cha- 10 minutes and change to like 18 minutes and change, I think. I have to say that is one of the best ideas. And it's something oh, yeah. that we've been wanting from Marvel because all of us enjoyed the one shots that got put on the DVDs, on the Blu-rays. And they just stopped after, uh, like, the middle of phase Iron Man two. 3, I think was the last one, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, which is such a disappointment because the extra content is fantastic, and like the short treks were all very interesting, and I love them. So I'm I'm a big fan of this. They were super cool, and most of them actually tied into the real, the full Discovery show, which was neat. Um, so we know we're going to get some animated ones. There's going to be several that are animated. Uh, there's going to be at least one that plugs into the Picard show. There looks like there's at least two or three that have to deal with Pike and one number one and Spock. Yes. And in fact, there's one in particular that has number one and Spock trapped in a turbo lift together. For and the- number one is the dog, right? Picard's dog? Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. And there's going to be a lot of jokes about him taking number two. So it'll be cute. <sighs> number one is Rebecca Romaine's character. But it's not picard's dog that's not his picard's dog so for those who don't know in the original pilot for the original star trek the first officer was only referred to as number one she was never given a name in the show um she was played by majel barrett who was gene roddenberry's wife and she ended up returning as nurse chapel and then later luxana troy and the computer later and she was the voice of the computers so but also the dog in picard is also named number one so when she returned in Discovery, people thought she would get a name. There's, uh, she kind of, sort of gets one at the very tail end, but it's ambiguous as to whether or not it's a translation issue, and it's just another word for one. I hate it. Um, it if her real name is Una, I'm yeah. going to be very upset. There seems to be some discrepancy on whether or not that was on purpose. Um, and then, yes, in the Picard show, he has a dog, a pit bull, who wears a dog tag that's a a delta shield from star trek and says number one on it and yes the dog will be referred to as number one which is hilarious because on the show and next gen picard constantly called will Riker number one thank you so either my trek talk he named his dog (laughs) william he named it Riker, or he has grown to really dislike Riker now (laughs) like um so the big thing was the picard show so we got our first trailer for picard we had a very short teaser before but we got our first full-blown trailer um it is so cool lots of interesting stuff in there we got to get to see that uh several characters are returning uh brent spiner is returning in the form of 
Data and B4, and that's a complicated story. Uh, Jerry Ryan is returning as Seven of Nine. She looks great. Um, and uh, we know that Jonathan Frakes and Marina Sirtis will both be returning, even though they were not in the trailer, which is cool. So we will see Riker and Troy, which I think surprised a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. One one uh, character who a lot of people aren't aware of that's returning to the show. So the show is going to focus somewhat on the Borg. You get to see a fairly damaged Borg cube in a short moment, and Jerry Ryan's involvement as Seven of Nine probably you know, has to do with that as well. There's a character in TNG uh, named Hugh, um, and he is a Borg who becomes self-aware and disconnects from the the hive and everything like that and that actor jonathan del arco is returning Mm -hmm. for picard which is really neat because this is this is a pretty deep cut for people i think a lot of um, casual people will miss this connection a lot of all the people they could invite back like how cool is it that they just pick this side character and uh, because it's so easy you could pick from ds9 voyager and tng anybody that you wanted to yeah uh, but it seems dark Mm-hmm. You know, um, Picard's definitely, or Patrick Stewart's definitely playing a much older version of Picard. He's no longer in Starfleet, um, and he has to kind of get a, a ragtag team together to complete this mission, which, because there's a shot where he's asking, you know, for Starfleet to help this person, um, and I'm assuming they say no, and it's another Star Trek Insurrection or Star Trek Three where they just say, you know, fuck it, we'll do it ourselves kind of thing, and they do, um, but... We'll get more as time goes on. It's still supposed to be a 2019 release. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Um, that's pretty much it, I think, for Star yeah. Trek news. Uh, so now, Marvel? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So this weekend, we got a lot of Marvel news. They dropped all their Phase 4 plans. First of all, Phase 4 is only going to be two years long, and this is because they are counting, flat out counting the shows four shows on the Disney Plus network as part of the phase, as opposed to everything that's appeared on ABC, Netflix, that have not been considered part of the phases before. They're definitely not now. Oh, absolutely not. Like They're probably going to even be ignored with some of the casting they did this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Not not canon at all, I'd say, for sure. So So, at least part of the MCU had a panel on its own where 5G appeared, and um, Black Widow had a panel of their own. So they had their entire cast there, includes Black Widow, uh, Scarlett Johansson, and includes David Harbour, who is playing Taskmaster, and they release concept art, so he will be wearing a costume. Florence Pugh is on to play uh, Yelena Belova. Then Rachel Weiss is also joining the cast um in some kind of mystery they didn't role confirm that david harbour was playing taskmaster they gave alexi they said is what his name is <laughs> that's kind of funny it is funny things. but i mean I, from okay. the, what i watched his he was called alexi i was pretty and sure he there's was... nothing they said about the tax taskmaster that's fair. Unless I missed part of it, but from what That's I watched, totally they just introduced I, him I with Lexi, and he all came that. out with a Captain America shirt on and said he had a very complicated relationship with Captain America. So some people think that he's going to be whatever the Russian version of Captain America was, I guess, because they think that they're setting up a Dark Avengers storyline. That's neat. Um, but I don't know. They yeah. did release. T- I mean, Taskmaster is obviously in the movie because they had concept art for it. I don't. Yeah. I mean, and maybe he is playing him, but they didn't say that. There is another man attached to the project, and uh, 
I, I, I don't yeah, know I don't who know. he's playing. It's hard to say at this point, but David Harbour is awesome, and he's thrilled. He's so excited when he was up on yeah. stage. He couldn't contain his excitement for being a part of the project. So that's something I always like about even with Hellboy, which turned out to not be very good. He was not the problem with that. No. And he was super excited about it. And he jokes about how it failed or bombed. He. Yeah, he's disappointed, I think. But So Phase 4 officially kicks off May 1st, mm-hmm. 2020, with, with Black, Black Widow. Widow. Uh, which is a little bit later than I thought. I actually thought we'd see the movie in Q1. but um, I thought we'd see one of the shows with, the, with Disney Plus premiering, but maybe What If. But... Well, they're really leaning on The Mandalorian, I think, Yeah. for Disney Plus along with their back catalog. So, Oh, yeah. Dropping the entire Disney animated canon and Pixar on day one. It's going to be intense. And all the Marvel, almost all the Marvel is going to be there. Most right? of them, it's just yeah. just Ragnarok and uh, yeah. Infinity War. Captain Marvel is going to be there. And uh, I think a few others will join a few months later. So we also got Shang-Chi. The Legend of the Ten Rings. Or is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. Something like that. Simu Lu is playing Shang-Chi. And Aquafina is part of the cast as well. The real Mandarin will be appearing as at least one of the villains, if not Mm -hmm. the only big bad in this. So that's that's really cool. It's very cool. I mean, they started teasing the Ten Rings in the very first Iron Man movie. Mm -hmm. So before they even knew it was going to be a universe, there were references to the Ten Rings. So it's kind of cool to see that finally start to come out yeah Yeah. that's that that's a little ways off that's not until february of 2021 um did you say that the eternals did we skip no the eternals will be in 2020 as well and that's got an insane cast richard madden and uh angelina jolie selma hayek it's just weird because nobody knows anything about the eternals so they're such an odd group it's kind of like how everybody felt about the guardians before this we'll start seeing them in the animated stuff they'll pop up the new comics and things if you have a chance there's a six issue run neil gaiman did in the late 2000s that was really great and was my introduction to the eternals it did really well i had just read his 1602 and wanted to continue his stuff and he did a six issue eternal so you can check that out incredibly diverse they're gonna have the first uh latina hero in this they're gonna have the first death hero in the mcu so this is gonna be pretty neat all around a lot of interesting things going on we also got thor love and thunder which was a pretty big reveal it was huge thor 4 like we knew taika watiti was going to be back James Gunn revealed that Guardians 3 is definitely happening, but he's not having a presence for it here because Suicide Squad 2 follows or is going to come first. He did say that Thor 4 takes place timeline wise before Guardians 3. So Thor doesn't spend much time with the uh, the Guardians there. I bet you anything Star Lord kicks him off the ship pretty fast. I don't think Star-Lord really could kick him off the ship, but yeah, I I, I definitely think that there'll be a scene at the very beginning of them dropping him off, and that'll be it. Yeah. Um, But you get Jane Foster, uh, Mighty Thor, I guess is what they're referring to her as, instead of female Thor, which... That was was the name of her comic, so I'm fine with that. I'm also good with Dr. Thor, since she has many PhDs. Oh, yeah, I like that. (laughs) I love that one. Kind of like Dr. Mario, right. <laughs> you know, different yeah. power set. It's and they're going to have uh, Valkyrie be an LGBT character, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. B, maybe, or L. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Tessa Thompson is uh, a B in real life. Well, 
That's not very nice to say about Stop her. Stop it. She's glorious and I love her. Um, hinting at, or saying that hints that they're actually going to show a relationship of some kind, which I would love it if Angela showed up. She's an Asgardian who represents the L. <laughs> so what if uh cool. what if jane foster is the yeah I mean, that's what I was oh thinking. man think of how that would that's actually so mess great up, that like, would mess with thor. thor yeah right like what would he do i don't even know well that's when they introduce amora and he like that's the one woman on the planet or in the entire universe that he doesn't want here's what i don't get the, th- the hammer's destroyed yeah how does she get the hammer make lots of hammers they just made an or, extra heart of a dying star to or look they made extra gauntlets they made the stormbreaker <laughs> they can make another hammer like, it, that doesn't seem like I, much of a stretch to i me. don't want to really like <laughs> screw with your guys's head could have just been a prop for the panel well but doesn't uh no, no, mighty thor real. that's the actual <laughs> doesn't mighty thor in the comic books have she mule deer, and that's how she gets the power hammer. of thor yeah she does have a but hammer, like, guys. Of all the things that have happened in the MCU, <laughs> making another hammer doesn't seem like a big deal. Well, they made it a big deal with how special the hammer is when they're describing it. Yeah, so. but Stormbreaker seems more special. Does it? Specialer. It? No. Specialer. <laughs> Sorry. It just seems... You don't you get guys, any extra power when you wield maybe, Stormbreaker. Maybe, you guys get hung up on like the weirdest stuff. Wait, maybe, old, maybe old man Cap gives it to her. You should have heard us argue about... Derek. On her cancer deathbed? No, to... To Jane. Yeah, that's that's when she finds out. Like, he oh. becomes unworthy, drops it in like the snow. She is going through chemo. Gotcha. And she figures out she can pick it up, and she turns into this, like, glorious she-goddess, had no idea that she could. And Does she have to, like, stay that way all the time, or she has cancer and no, dies? No, <laughs> it's actually the complete opposite. The longer she's Thor, the more it progresses, and the chemo won't work. I don't so. think they're going to do that. I'm gonna get- it would be the first superhero to have a disability in this that wasn't like a mental one like ptsd it would be well i get never mind i take that back because bucky right. had his arm cut off yeah and eternals so, like, also about, has a death yeah yeah but think about think about how that might play out though if like she comes back she gets to be thor but every time she's thor she's killing herself yeah she has more. she like, has a little more cancer that's not gonna go over well with like people. they did it in the comics okay like right. i'm i'm going I just off don't of see the that being one a thing, thing okay the one thing like love and thunder sounds like it's gonna be a really fun movie but also deal with some serious stuff that's kind of where the thunder comes in just like ragnarok did like so that would be a weird tone for a Taika Waititi movie. If somebody yeah. is like progressing cancer as they uh, t- turn to Thor. But I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. It would just be an interesting. Do you think Korg will be in it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, if he's I directing do. it, Korg will be in it. Yes. I do. As Clearly. long as they're not playing Fortnite. Um, oh so Doctor Strange 2 is very exciting. Yes. That movie looks multiverse great. Multiverse of May- madness. In, madness. In the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Yes. With Scarlet Witch. Yes. Yeah. The two of them are leading this movie. They're facing off against Nightmare. Look him up. He's a really cool villain. They did actually say in the panel that the events of WandaVision lead directly into Doctor Strange. Which so, ma- yeah. So WandaVision has me completely confused now. The WandaVision has everybody confused. Well, so we kept being told it was going to take place in the 50s. No, it's the direct quote was 50s-esque. Housewife and husband okay. kind of situation. Okay. Like I guess I'm confused when it takes place because um Did you guys see Monica Rambo is going to be in it? Paul Ra- 
as that, a kid. No. No, as, as an kid, adult. As an adult that she's already cast. Oh. Full blown adult. So like I'm very confused about well, I mean, Scarlet Witch has reality manipulation powers, so I, th- I, f- I don't worry about that. Too. Yeah. I mean, they're going to make it work somehow because her powers are so crazy. They're going to amp up her powers. Right now, we've just seen like extreme telekinesis. So, yeah. I um, know. Did but... you guys see Paul Bettany's like little bit? He no. and uh, Elizabeth Olsen were on stage, and she was just smiling really big at him, like she's truly in love with this man. He's like, "Look, guys, I don't know what the hell I'm doing either." Last I knew, I was in Infinity War and I died. I don't know why I'm back, okay? So this show is going to be a mind trip, and I'm cool with it. And that's perfect for leading into Doctor Strange 2. And they did say Doctor Strange 2 was going to be a straight-up horror movie, the mm-hmm. first horror movie in the Marvel Universe, which we, when we talked about Doctor Strange before it came out, we were interested in it being wanting it to be a horror yeah. movie. At least I was. I thought more, you guys might have talked about that too, but um, no genre crossover is something that it needs. You know the um, and Doctor Strange is perfect for that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially just, with that the, villain. The whole thing's just kind of weird, but they do kind of lead into each other. So WandaVision is spring twenty twenty one. Doctor Strange is May seventh, twenty twenty one. So I assume they want you to watch that show. Be done first, yeah. yeah. And they they're it seems like leaning heavily on the Disney Plus shows being connected very much. Um, so they're is... trying to get all the Marvel fans to get Disney Plus, which obviously they want to do that. They, but you might have to at this point at if this you point, want to know stuff. Killed basically uh, all the Netflix shows are no longer canon, yep. and then Agents of Shield. I mean, maybe. This is their last not. season, right? Well, no, they're on season six right now. Well, they get season seven. Oh, okay. But, but the, the things that are happening in the show are like, they haven't, the, the blip or whatever hasn't happened yet. Nobody's been dusted. So it's, people don't know if this is like another multiverse and like, like mm-hmm. another universe thing. I don't know. It's all very confusing. Have, have the Netflix shows been contradicted by the MCU? Yes. By the casting from this weekend. In what way? Because what am I, what am the ca- actor that played Copperhead is now playing Blade. Well, we that's not we've had other actors play multiple. Not roles a main character. Named Alfred character, Woodard has played two different characters. Not named characters from the comics. I mean, I feel like that's splitting hairs a bit. I, I, he was a change. villain for six episodes of, of the TV show. She was in five seconds of one one movie. Uh, but there's nothing in universe. That contradicts them. It's just that's a, in universe. A, no, the, the actor is not in universe. the same person, but it's not the same person. They okay. just look the same. So Falcon and Winter Soldier, the Falcon, and the, the Falcon Soldier, and Winter Soldier. So uh, Anthony Mackie was there and he was on stage holding that shield like they were going to take it from him at some point. So and he, he did say that they had done screen tests with the costume. So yes. that's exciting. It's far off, though. It's a year away. Daniel Bruhl's back. He is going to be playing Zemo again, and he gets some sort of a face mask this time. Costume, Probably yeah. not going to be bright, shiny purple with a silly crown I on hope top. It is. Maybe not with the silly crown, but I hope it's kind of a purple. At least you know, do something I do too. like that. I do too. But it, yeah, that should be a very interesting story. I'm looking more forward to that than I thought. Uh, Hawkeye show is finally 100% confirmed. That's Kate- my least anticipated of all of these, unfortunately. Yeah. Even the even the logo, the title screen is super it boring. Is, like, it's not- just the uh, what's the name of that? The, there was one specific run of comics that that logo is from. From the Matt, Matt Fraction. Fraction. Yeah. 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 And I like Matt Fraction's work, but I just. He used to be Casey based. He's married to uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick, who is the main writer on Captain Marvel. 
isn't the guy that did the Mighty Thor, also KC based, the one that this was based Jason on. Jason Aaron. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, there's the Loki show though. Which, what graphic designer did they hire? Because that was. Like they picked a different font for each letter. There were three um, or four <laughs> fan ones that were ten times better. Go hire Boss Logic for God's sake. They so, did hire Boss Logic actually. He works for him now. Oh yeah. He did a bunch of the art for Endgame. I was gonna say he didn't do this. So what's interesting is we 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 did guess this one correctly. So this will follow the Loki that steals the Tesseract in the 2012 Splinter. So by the way, this is bad Loki. This is not read. Redemption Loki like this is a guy that flat out called Black Widow a cunt like this is not good Loki and this is a show I'm least excited about because I liked anti-hero Loki a little bit better I'm not looking forward to the show because I also don't think it makes a lot of sense I'm not they just love Tom Hiddleston and I do too which is why I feel like just suck it up and bring them back to life and not make this convoluted nonsense so you can use them the way everybody wants you to because now what is he going to do that's that's consequential to anything when he his show takes place essentially 11 years in the past yeah i I mean mean, does it have to be consequential to anything it can't really take place on midgard because dr strange acknowledges that he is an enemy of earth and you think that I mean, I guess if it doesn't connect with anything that we know anything about at all, then it doesn't carry any weight. Does it carry any significance? Well, this is a great time to show more of Jotunheim or Niflheim or Hell or a few other places that we've never seen. So if you explore that with all these different races, then it's interesting. If you have him sit in a fucking cell for six years, it's going to be very bad. So, I don't know. This show just kind of acknowledges one of the few problems in Endgame, which is the way the time travel is explained. And I'm just not sure it makes any sense. Well, this acknowledges one of the huge problems that MCU has, where if something's popular, they're going to give it money over substance. Like, Well, that's what I'm saying. Just bite the bullet and bring him back to life. Say yeah. that the unsnap you know, f- brought him back. Like, There's no reason it couldn't have. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I I'd accept that in a heartbeat because seeing him in Love and Thunder would be a lot of fun too. That's yeah, fun. I loved him in Ragnarok. Yeah, he worked well with Taika Waititi's mm-hmm. method of filmmaking. He and Jeff Goldblum talking to each other was great. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it'd be easier to explain. Oh yeah, we brought him back in the snap. Makes more sense to the average person. Than but it would be Iron Man that job. brought him back in the snap. Sure. And or Hulk. I, sure. Hulk could have done it. I guess that's true. But e- would either of one of them be like, oh, I love Hul- Loki. Let's bring him back. I guess Hulk was on the on the jet. Yeah, so maybe exactly. it would have been like he redeemed himself. Right. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. That makes much more sense than a splintered timeline where he doesn't have to meet back up with himself at any point because it's just okay. Like that is convoluted nonsense to me. So... Lastly, as part of the MCU panel, they discuss the future. They have already started talking about ways to bring in Fantastic Four and X-Men. They did say that they are going to choose whatever medium works out best. So they're probably shopping both TV and movies at this time. And both of them, I think, are probably better for TV at this point. So if they get the Disney Plus treatment and I'm already subscribed, I will not be upset. 
Um, and then lastly, it does seem like a little bit of a waste for such huge characters, but I mean, it's whatever. I mean, I'm there's not so be many X Men but... like splitting it would be fine. Yeah, I mean, you can do it the way. I mean, you could do it the way Star Trek did it. You have a show, and if it's popular, you make a movie. They did say Kevin Feige said in interviews afterwards that they're going to be doing it in a much much different way than the yes. way it's been done before. So that's possible. It means TV shows, and in, I wouldn't be upset with it. It just seems like. Everybody's used to seeing the X-Men in movies, so... Yeah. I will be curious how they handle the Fantastic Four, because I feel like the two versions we have were done in very, very different ways. So I'm curious what the third option is. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, Blade is looking like it's going to be the first big property of Phase 5 in probably 2022, and they have Mahershala Ali cast. Which was our fan cast. So yeah. I don't know if we made it public, but we definitely talked about it privately late at night, almost every time after Coitus. It was that important <laughs> to us. They didn't discuss much of Phase 5. I mean, they I didn't. think we got Guardians 3 confirmed. Right. We've got Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2, yep. Spider Man. No, they didn't. 3. He hasn't said anything about Spider Man, which was interesting. Um, they, I, at least none of the interviews I read, and there were actually articles I read that said that they specifically didn't bring up Spider-Man okay. 3 because that's Sony's announcement to make, not theirs. Well, no, no I, I know that, but what I read basically said that if they if it works out and they can slot Spider-Man 3 into, want phase two, into Phase 4, they will. Yeah, so I that, believe it. I mean, so if they're thinking it might make it into this this phase, then, I mean, it's Phase 5. I would think that would be great, but I'm so, saying that basically what they've confirmed right. and Avengers is that's not one of them. Five. They did talk about another Avengers movie they said that with a completely they, different lineup. Yeah. So I imagine we're going to see both versions of Thor or maybe just one, depending on what they do with him after this. We're going to see. There was no talk of a Hulk show, the She-Hulk show. No, that's true. That might be phase five. I just realized that. Yeah. They did talk about the What If show, which we didn't really talk about, but it did. Right. We that's the one that we've talked about the most so far on yeah. the show because that's the one that we know the most. We had so a tiny fraction of information, and that's more than we had on anything that else. That is right? exactly. Phase Four, though. That's yeah. summer twenty twenty one. So that's the. F- I think that's the show that drops with Disney Plus because it's animated and they've already no, it uh, doesn't. That's it's later. Two years off. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. It, that comes more towards the end of Phase Four. Got it. Which is. So I mean, there's no Marvel shows at launch. For... No, nothing new. Yeah. No, the, okay. f- the first show is um, is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is basically a year after launch. That's disappointing. So, yeah, it's it's a little bit farther out than I thought. I mean, animation takes time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I imagine they'd be shorter, you know, half hour, tw- I guess with commercial. Well, no what a commercial probably. break would be, make them 20, 22 minutes. But, um, yeah, I mean, it looks like. Yeah, and then Hawkeye and Thor finish yeah. out that phase. Cool. So. It is kind of weird now. They're doing shorter, more intense phases. Mm-hmm. Um, well, counting so. the shows, like that's six episodes or six hours worth of content every time. That's two movies. It's, two like, it's eleven like, different properties, isn't yeah. it? Over two years, so it's a lot of content. I'm, uh, I'm, a I'm little... happier with shorter phases. Yeah, I'm a little worried about the amount of content. It's a lot for people to watch. Yeah, you know. it's getting to be the point where it's too much for us, and we make this stuff priorities. So. Now, if the shows are all short, if they're all going to be six, eight episodes, I mean that does make it easier. Um, yeah, because you know, even at thirteen episodes for the Netflix shows, it was still difficult sometimes. To if find we time. plan our life around it, that's a day for us. Yeah. Like, but we do. We have to set aside a lot of time because you know all of us have stuff to do. So, 
It's true. Uh, and then lastly, very lastly, I kind of forgot about this before. So The Witcher. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Henry Cavill. The Witcher had a fantastic trailer, introduced all the characters that we really know, um, minus Dandelion. So we got Geralt, we got Roach, we got Triss and Ciri and Yennefer. Um, so it's not adapting the games. No. It's adapting the stories. There are seven books, I believe. First two are uh, just a collection of short stories. And then you get into the complicated relationships between all of them and what witchers are. And so I think it looks fantastic. Henry Cavill looks jacked bigger than he was when he played superman i mean yep. he is huge that, and yeah. awesome looking like i knew nothing other than i know of the video game's existence and some of the character names but beyond that i don't know anything about the witcher and i mean this looks like it could be netflix's game of thrones if they play it right well, i mean it looks gorgeous everything about it the writer is polish and apparently this uh series is considered like the eastern european russian polish ukrainian kind of like lord of the rings they they treat it like that over there so it's insanely huge mm -hmm. and they have just as much like time and cultural dedication to it that we do lord of the rings and i think that like this could be pretty amazing now how long can you keep henry cavill on for a series i don't know because this is Geralt's story hopefully like, they contracted him yeah if they want like six seven years out of this or six seven seasons they're gonna have to Really, a lot of money. Yeah, I'm sure there's a there's Netflix a contract. Is, Netflix is bleeding right now, so I don't know. If paying them a lot of money. Oh is. yeah, as soon as they announced that the Office and Friends were leaving, they, they lost subscribers like crazy. They did announce seven new shows at San Diego Comic Con that are all original shows, so they're certainly like not slowing down as far as their production is concerned. They're just mm -hmm. shifting their focus. Eventually, it'll catch up to them, though. I think we'll Probably. see. I mean, once Disney Plus. HBO Max and NBC, I think it's called NBC Universal, are all live. Then Netflix and and Hulu are going to have a harder time standing on yeah. their own. Hulu probably won't. This is mostly owned by Disney at this point. It'll be it'll have the mouse backing it. I mean, yeah, but unless they start making more adult content to put on there, it's just going to be like the other networks will start pulling their shows from Hulu. You clearly haven't watched Future Man. It's pretty good. It's great. Sure. But and very adult. There's literally well, penises they, flopping around on it. They also have Handmaid's Tale and Harlots, and both of them are getting Emmys and sure. Golden Globes. So, you but know, if, if, they still have stuff. If Warner Brothers, CBS, and NBC pull all of their content from Hulu once contracts expire, I don't know that that's enough to keep. What about having the Orville? Yeah, I mean that's a that big one. That's a, that's a big one. The Orville moving to Hulu for season three, but again, is are people going to? stay subscribed to it you know if there's all these other competing ones that's the that's the problem that hulu and netflix have is is their original content enough to keep up with the other networks and i don't think we know yet i don't either all right so d23 is coming up if you want to see more marvel star wars and disney news they will have footage there i bet you anything we see our first black widow trailer um shortly after D23. Star Trek Las Vegas is in two weeks, so yep. I imagine we'll see new content that they hid mm -hmm. from San Diego for that, that audience. Absolutely. Discovery trailer, maybe. Probably Discovery, probably more Picard, maybe yeah. the first trailer for Lower Decks. Yeah. 
So we still have a few big cons this year. We can still get a bunch of new content. And then, of course, the holiday season always brings about a ton of new trailers. So 2019 is still going to be jam-packed. SDCC gave us a lot of stuff, but it's not over yet. Once again, uh, to everybody watching, thank you so much for sticking around. We appreciate it. Uh, sorry we struggled, but, you know, you guys are super awesome. That is going to wrap it up for us. Of course, you can follow Heroes Podcast on our website, heroespodcast.com. You can follow us every um, day on our social media at Heroes Podcast. You can watch Screen Heroes Live on Twitch every Tuesday, twitch.tv slash Heroes Podcast. You can uh, follow Screen Heroes at Screen Heroes Pod on Twitter. You can follow Ryan individually at Buster Props on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Derek at the Star Trek Dude on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can follow me at Siren Ray. I almost forgot my name. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, yes. Facebook, and Twitter. Every single day, guys, we're here. We'd like to chat. It's what we do. We will see you next week. I don't know. We are taking a break next week because Derek and I are getting married that week. Woo. Woo. It'll just be an hour of Ryan talking. Oh, I mean, if you want to put out your own episode, I'm good. To. But thank you. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll see you <laughs> in two weeks in August with, you know, a newly married couple. Hopefully it won't be you know any worse than what engaged has been we'll see just on air like i know it's gonna be great <laughs> awkward ending <laughs> way to go guys it's been an awkward episode we're all fine we it's 10 o'clock let's go bye, love you guys, guys. bye You guys can put your pants on now. <laughs>